Let's be perfectly frank, you say. Well, sir, I'm being frank. Dereliction of duty, organised revolt and sedition, my foot. But I suppose you have to call it something, preferably something well within your own field of experience. But God only knows by what strange association and sleight-of-hand mental transfer you equate yesterday's trouble aboard the Ulysses with the only clearly-cut code of behaviour thoroughly familiar to yourself. What in heaven's name are you talking about, Brooks? Brooks smiled wearily. When were you last at sea, Admiral Starr? he inquired. I think you know quite well, Brooks, Starr replied, that I've been at Naval Operations HQ in London since the outbreak of war. What are you implying, sir? Nothing. Your personal integrity and courage are not open to question. I was merely establishing a fact. Brooks hitched himself forward in his chair. I'm a naval doctor, Admiral Starr. I've been a doctor for over thirty years now. I believe I can claim to know a great deal about human nature, about how the mind works, about the wonderfully intricate interaction of mind and body. The northern seas, the Arctic, the blackout route to Russia, these are another world, a world utterly distinct from yours. It is a world, sir, of which you cannot possibly have any conception. "'Conditions obtained there without either precedent or parallel in the history of war. "'The Russian convoys, sir, are something entirely new and quite unique in the experience of mankind. "'Mankind, of course, can and does adapt itself to new conditions. "'Biologically and physically they have had to do so down the ages in order to survive. "'But it takes time, gentlemen. A great deal of time. You can't compress the natural changes of twenty centuries into a couple of years. Neither mind nor body can stand it. You can try, of course, and such is the fantastic resilience and toughness of man that he can tolerate it for extremely short periods. But the limit, the saturation capacity for adaptation, is soon reached. Push men beyond that limit and anything can happen. I say anything advisedly, because we don't yet know the precise form the crack-up will take, but crack-up there always is. It may be physical, mental, spiritual, I don't know, but this I do know, Admiral Starr. The crew of the Ulysses has been pushed to the limit and clear beyond. Very interesting, Commander. Starr's voice was dry and sceptical. Very interesting indeed. "'Unfortunately, your theory is quite untenable. "'This vast gulf you claim to lie between the convoys to Russia "'and normal operational work at sea, it just doesn't exist. "'Can you point out any one factor or condition present in these northern waters "'which is not to be found somewhere else in the world?' "'Can you, Commander Brooks?' "'No, sir,' Brooks was quite unruffled. "'But I can point out a frequently overlooked fact, "'that differences of degree and association can be much greater and have more far-reaching effects than differences in kind. Fear can destroy a man. You get it in every theatre of war, but nowhere, I suggest, so intense, so continual as in the Arctic convoys. Suspense, tension, can break a man, any man. And when you're keyed up to snapping point, sometimes for seventeen days on end, when you have constant daily reminders of what may happen to you, in the shape of broken, sinking ships and broken, drowning bodies. Well, we're men, not machines. Something has to go, and does. 
The Admiral will not be unaware that after the last two trips we shipped 19 officers and men to sanatoria, mental sanatoria. Hunger burns out a man's vitality, Admiral Starr. It saps his strength, slows his reactions, destroys the will to fight, even the will to survive. You're surprised, Admiral Starr? Hunger, you think? Surely that's impossible in the well-provided ships of today. But it's not impossible. It's inevitable. You keep on sending us out when the Russian season's over, when the nights are barely longer than the days, when 20 hours out of the 24 are spent on watch or at action stations, when the cooks spend nearly all their time in the magazines serving the turrets or in damage control parties. Only the baker and butcher are excused. And so... We live on corned beef sandwiches. For weeks on end, corned beef sandwiches.